standing as we bring to the pulpit Brother Ivan Tate. Thank you. Think I'm on? I am? You can hear me? Perfect. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Would you hug somebody around you? Bam. Say, I really need a, some help this morning. About $20 will do. About $25. You can afford $50. If you could pay me what you owe me, I'll be really good. It'll be a great day today. Praise the Lord. All right, let's pray for the pastor and his family today. Stretch your hands out towards them. Dear God in heaven, we ask you to bless Pastor Daniel and his family. God, let them be the greatest, healthiest family in the whole world. Fill them with the Holy Ghost every day. Give them a house that's paid off, cars that are paid off, pay off the bees, pay off anything they need paid off. Give them wisdom, insight, favor, and a matchless spirit, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Just hug somebody next to you say, I love you, even if you don't like me. Praise God. I love you, even if you don't like me. Come on. Hug them until I love you, even if you don't like me right now. Even if I'm not your favorite person right now. What time is it? Is it 11 or 12? It's 12 o'clock. All right. All right. Well, um, we had a good service, the first service. We had a really good service. Uh, uh, yesterday, we had two really good services. A lot of people got saved the first, this last service. Really, really great. Um, I want to mention to you about our product, our new product, and what we're doing there uh, on the table in the back. I had a, a dream, and I got from the dream, the Lord told me how to do this. And so this is a, a menu, it's called a how-to library, but on this, the, the ushers are going to hand these out to you, and as you read some of these, uh, you're going to want to get them. And these are how-tos, and it comes from the dream that I had. Um, that answer a specific need in your life. All of you that have trouble sleeping, we have a, a tape that we did called How to Heal Your Sleep. It's really doing a lot of miracles for people. It will heal your sleep. We have a tape called How to Be Delivered from Depression, Seven Kinds of Depression. How to Be Healed from Sexual Assaults. Anytime any of you have ever been sexually assaulted, it is not going to go away by itself. 
You're not just going to wake up one morning and it's over. You have created, someone has forced you to create a demonic covenant that you did not agree to. Therefore, it can be broken. And the effects of it can be healed. I walk you right through the healing in the tapes. It's not like me preaching like this where I'm preaching. I'm actually praying for you in the tape. I'm ministering to you right on the tape. Each one of these. So how to know God is leading you. You really need to know that. How to live in the presence of God all day long. How to find the love of your life. If you're single, you really want to marry the right person. You don't want to marry somebody just because they have two legs. You want to marry the right person. And know this, every one of you, God has assigned someone for you. He created them from the beginning of time to be your partner in life. Praise the Lord. How to overcome any temptation. How to bless your house and get rid of all the demons in it. How to be a woman of freedom. This is for every woman. And basically this tape is just how to get rid of all the frustrating people in your life. That's what that tape's about. You're going to want to get that. How to get your whole entire family saved. It's really, really powerful. Um, how to raise spiritual children. That's worth the entire library. How to get your children baptized in the Holy Spirit. Remember, these are not sermons. These are personal counseling ministry. So I'm just ministering. I will sit there. We will talk. When you put the tape on and you have your children in your living room, we will walk right through it. I will pray with your children. They'll get baptized in the Holy Spirit right on the tape. This has already happened many times. Praise the Lord. Um, how to know that God loves you. Uh, how to bring the Bible to life. 12 ways God taught me, how to get supernatural strength when you're just out of it, how to change your life immediately, how to get rid of the Jezebel spirit in your family. That's really powerful. Um, how to develop your inner man, three parts that are really powerful. How to activate revival in your family, how to become a paymaster, uh, how to become a verbal healer. That's really powerful. This is for everybody here. You ought to get it. How to love ugly people. <laughs> How to be healed from a divorce. Really important. You're not just going to get healed just by living. And uh, there's 40 in total. And uh, you should have them there on the right side. Just mark them. Hand them back to the ushers. They'll give them to the ladies and they'll start fulfilling those. And then this is also what we have here is we have kids that are now have grown up and they're going to college, orphans that are going to college, orphans from the ghetto, orphans from sex slavery that we have had for years now. And some of them, a total of about 15, have now gotten to college. They're studying to be pediatricians, lawyers, architects, engineers, journalists. Education is the doorway out of all slavery and poverty. Praise the Lord. And so this is Suseli. 
They found Suseli hanging upside down, totally naked at a six-year-old. That's how they brought her to us from that situation where she had been molested by her one-legged father who was an old man and he would hang her up to punish her. And now she is changing the world. She is, the, she is so smart that when we did all our studies and evaluations of her, they told us there is no career that she cannot achieve. She is that smart. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I need to raise her support for this year. I have eight people that would support her this year with $50 a month. That's what we're doing. So what I'm going to do is pass out her pictures. If you're going to be one of them, keep the picture. Don't take it home. Take it to me after church. Then I'll give you the orphan card to fill out, and I'll talk to you about it and all that. Okay? So I'm going to pass them out. So if you want to be one of those eight people, then you keep the picture. Could you pass that? Uh, if you don't want to do it, just pass them right on. Um, but those of you that feel like that's something you want to do, we have another five kids out there in the same situation. So praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Would you hug a person next to you, take their wallet, and take off running? <laughs> praise God. Just right down the street. Man, I love this church. <laughs> I love this church. I really got a lot out of it. It's got $432 on that one. So this morning, I want you to think of this thought. Ignorance is the breeding ground for Satan. Any area of your life where you are ignorant of one of God's blessings or benefits, Satan can take advantage of you. So our job is to get educated so we are not victims of our own ignorance. Praise God. So any area where you're ignorant, Satan can manipulate you through false information, false knowledge, bad ideas, and untruthful facts. So what we're going to talk about this morning is the wonder-working power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. We're going to teach you how to apply the blood of Jesus to your life because a lot of Christians believe that phrase, the power of the blood, but they don't know how to use it or apply it. And if you don't know how to use it or apply it, it doesn't do any good. Praise the Lord. Go to Exodus chapter 12 and let's go there and get into the word for a little while. Jesus Christ died on a cross. And Jesus Christ died for you personally. He became your substitute and took your place. When he died on the cross, he took all of the consequences of your sins and disobedience. Jesus Christ is God. Therefore, God died for you. And then God raised himself from the dead for you. God, who is perfect and holy, 
shed his blood, which is perfect and holy, to cleanse and wash away all the consequences of your rebellion, your selfishness, and all the sins you inherited from the nature of Adam, which was imparted to mankind when Adam disobeyed God. Now every man and woman on earth is born sick with a sick nature, and that nature must be healed, crucified, and you must be delivered from it. Praise the Lord. If you don't know what the power is of the blood of the Lamb, then you're going to suffer at the hands of Satan. He is going to punish you. He is going to terrorize you. He is going to torment you. He is going to victimize you. And he's going to take advantage of you. Therefore, it's our job to stop Satan in his tracks by the knowledge and light and divine truth that's inside God's Word. That information can totally change your future today. Praise the Lord. So pay attention because we're going to go somewhere that's really going to bless you. Every service, we're believing for a divine encounter. We've had three already, and we had divine encounters in every one of them. We're believing God for a divine encounter tonight where we're going to minister on how you receive your gifts. It's very powerful. Then on Tuesday night and on Wednesday night. But this morning, we want to talk about the power of the blood of Jesus. Do you know that there are churches now that will not allow any song with the word blood in it. There are people who will not sing any song that mentions the blood. They believe it's undignified. You were redeemed and you can be redeemed from all of your sins only by the blood of the Lamb. Praise the Lord. The blood is required for you to enter heaven. You must be cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise God. So let's look at how you apply the blood. Because the, in Exodus chapter 12, verse 23, For the Lord will pass through to slay the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood upon the lintel on the top and the two side posts... The Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to destroy and slay you. Okay? So here's God tells the Israelites, tonight people are going to die, the firstborn. If you put the blood on the doors, on the top door, lintel of the house, and on the side posts, the angel of death, will not come into the house because the blood will protect whoever is in that house from dying that night. Now, the angel of death came. Anyone that did not have the blood on the door, on the top and on the sides, the firstborn died. And anyone who was not in the house, when the angel of death came, died. 
here's the good news for you. If you have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus and bought with that blood, listen to this. No evil can come into your house to destroy you. Turn to somebody and say, that's what I'm talking about. If you are not inside the house, through obedience to God's will for your life, you are not protected by the blood. The blood cannot protect you when you are outside of the house. So you must decide if you're in it or if you're out of it. Praise the Lord. What gets you out of the house is when you say, I don't need the blood. I don't believe in the blood. I'm not going to use the blood. And I don't have faith in the blood. Remember that demons believe and tremble. Demons actually have more faith in the blood than many Christians. The blood does not work unless you believe it. Praise God. So here's what we're going to do. Take, take the hyssop in your hand like this, symbolically. Take it. It's dipped in the blood right now. And I want you to apply it to everything in your family that needs protection. Right now, apply it to your marriage. Say, I apply the blood to my marriage. Satan cannot destroy my marriage. Say that. Satan cannot destroy my marriage. I take the blood of the Lamb and I apply it over my children. Satan cannot seduce my children. He cannot violate my children. My children will not be raped. They will not be stolen. They will not be murdered. My, my house will not burn down. No burglars can come into my house. Nobody can steal anything from me. My business, my property, I apply the blood of Jesus to it. My physical health, I apply the blood to my body. That in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to die of a sick disease. I'm going to live a long life. I'm going to live a life of faith in the name of Jesus and obedience to God. I apply the blood. Remember, the blood doesn't work if you don't believe in it. Faith in the blood activates the blood. So if you're sitting there intellectually and have no heart faith, then it doesn't work for you. Seven men tried to cast demons out of a man in the book of Acts. And the demons spoke to them and said, we know who Jesus is. And we know who Paul is, but you're not a believer. And it says the demons turned and beat all seven of them to a pulp because they were not in the house. They were just claiming to be in the house. The demons know which ones of you truly believe and which ones of you are just pretending to believe. You are not going to be protected from Satan in your nightmares you will have nightmares, and no Christian should have nightmares. I have not had a nightmare in 45 years. I will never again have a nightmare, not ever. Jesus healed me at 17. I've never had one. I never will again. But I'm going to stay inside the house. I'm going to stay inside the protection of the blood. I'm not going to walk out of the house 
and go and do something that will get me out of the house. I'm not going to defile myself. I'm not going to create a partnership with my destruction. Instead, I'm going to apply the blood to the doorposts and lintels, and when I do sin, I'm going to repent right away. I'm going to apologize right away. I'm going to say, Lord, I repent. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to be outside the house because when the destroyer comes, you've got to have the blood on you. You've got to have the blood on your babies and your children. You've got to have the blood on your body. you got to have the blood protecting you. You don't want the devils attacking your children while they're sleeping. You don't want your children's having nightmares and screaming and waking up. Ah! Daddy, I saw that. What does that mean? You don't want that in your home or family. You don't want disease to run wild in your house and rampant. You want the blood of the lamb on it. You don't want to inherit what your mother had or your daddy had or your grandparents had. You want to say, I put the blood over my house. I'm staying in Inside the house. God forgive me for any partnership that I have formed with Satan to get me outside of the house. I'm sorry, Lord, for watching pornography. I'm sorry for cursing that person on the highway and throwing every finger I got at him. I'm sorry, God, for hating my mother-in-law. I'm sorry for cursing that woman on the street. I'm sorry that I hate myself, that I hate everybody else. I repent and get under the blood. If you don't fear God, the devil knows it. The devil knows which ones of you do not fear God. Mock him and laugh at him. He knows which ones of you think it's all just an intellectual scam. And you have no protection. When you die, either the angels of light come or the demons of the night come. And then there's howling and gnashing of teeth as fear grips the souls of those that have rejected the blood of the Lamb. And there is no free will after the grave, ladies and gentlemen. Free will ends at the grave. Your free will is now. Now the question is, where are you? Are you in the house? Are you out of the house? Because if you're in the, out of the house, you need to get in it really quick. Like now. Right now. You're fornicating, you got to get out. You're, getting, you're, you're, you're partnering with, with drugs, you got to get out. Say, Lord, I'm so sorry. You got to get out. You got to get in the house. Because that's the only place there's protection. So this morning... You have a chance out of the mercy of God to get back in the house. How many of you say, Lord, I'm getting back in? Let me see your hands. I'm getting back in. Stand up if you say, I'm getting back in. Just stand up. Say, I'm getting back in. Say, I'm not spending any time outside the house. I apply the blood of Jesus to my children. I don't want to be the cause of any destruction that comes on my children or on my grandchildren. I apply the blood on my children. Say it, those of you that have children. Say, I apply the blood on my children. I apply the blood on my grandchildren. I apply the blood on everybody I love in my family, all my brothers that don't believe in God, all my sisters, that they all get born again, God. I want all of them under the blood. Oh, save them all, God, in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, God. There is protection under the blood. Glory to God. Everybody praise him and said, I'm coming in the house and I'm staying in the house.
in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. All right, hug somebody and say, I'm in the house. The devil is a liar. The devil is defeated. And God is on the throne. Raise your hand. Say, yes, Lord. Praise God. Then in the book of Hebrews, chapter 9, verse 9. It says, but that appointed time came when Jesus the Messiah appeared as a high priest to better things that have come and are to come. Then through the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with human hands, that is not a part of this material creation, he went once and for all into the holy of holies of heaven, not by virtue of the blood of goats or calves, by which to make reconciliation between God and man, but his own blood, having found and secured a complete redemption, an everlasting release for all of us. For if the mere sprinkling of unholy and defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a burnt heifer is sufficient for the purification of the body, how much more surely shall the blood of Christ, who by the virtue of his eternal spirit, his own persistent divine personality, has offered himself as an unblemished sacrifice to God. Everybody take the blood right now and say, I apply the blood for the purification of my conscience from every dead work. Because that's what it says. The sacrifice to God purify our consciences from dead works and lifeless disobediences. Praise God. How many of you have a conscience? How many of you have an accuser inside that conscience? It accuses you all the time. Right now, let's kill your accuser right now. Tell the person next to you, where are your accusers? Let's apply the blood to your accuser right now. That thing inside your head that's telling you you are a sinner. You are no good. God is going to kill you. God is going to judge you. God, is, Let's apply the blood to that and say your accuser has to shut up because the blood of the Lamb has cleansed your conscience and you can walk with a clean conscience. You can live without an accuser in your head or in your mind because of the blood of the Lamb. Praise God for a clear conscience. Everybody say it. Lord, I just thank you for a clear conscience. I'm going to live with a clear conscience every day because of the blood of the Lamb. Every time you sin, Satan the accuser is there to accuse you. And you know that a guilty man or a guilty woman cannot function in the authority and power of the Holy Spirit because he feels ashamed and guilty. But now your conscience is going to be free. Praise the Lord. Tell someone next to you, you're clean. Your conscience is clean. Ephesians 2.13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away, through the blood of Christ, have been brought near. For he himself is our peace, our bond of unity between us. He has made both Jew and Gentile one body. And has broken down the wall of hostility that divided us all by abolishing in his own crucified flesh the enmity caused by the law with its degrees and ordinances, which he has annulled 
that he from two might create in himself one new man, one new quality of humanity out of the two, so making peace. How many of you have trouble with some people? Let me see your hands. How many of you would be awesome Christians if there would be no people? Let me see your hands. How many would be like the most amazing Christian? You would just walk around glowing, and you would be so amazing if there weren't any provokers, any intimidators, any controllers, any, any violators, any ridiculers, any mockers. Oh, you would be amazing if nobody got your goat, nobody pushed your buttons. Nobody knew exactly what to say to drive you into murder. But that's not the case. Every divided relationship has a solution. And that is the blood of the Lamb. The wall between you and your brothers and sisters and uncles and aunts and fathers and mothers, once you start in prayer to apply that blood and say, I apply the blood to that destroyed relationship, to that division in my family, to that bad relationship I have with my wife or my husband, to that wall that is between us, I apply the blood between me and my child, and I say that wall has to come down by the blood of the Lamb. I declare that I will not be divided from my family. I will not be divided from my wife or husband. I have the blood of the Lamb, and I applied it that the wall has to come down between me and any person that God has assigned to my destiny. Praise God. Come on, everybody. Say, I apply it in the name of Jesus. The wall of separation and division can be brought down. That invisible wall between you and your wife. That thing that is so big that's between you. And you just can't break through to that sweet place of intimacy and love and kindness that you might have once had. Apply the blood. And it'll come back. Like a rushing river, it'll start coming back. All the hurts and pains will be swept away. All the wounds and brokenness will be healed. All the enmity and anger and rage and betrayals and unforgiveness will all vanish away like bad memories, like a puff of smoke, like, like the sun evaporates dew in the morning. It will evaporate from your soul until you say, I can remember that it happened, but I don't feel the pain. I don't feel the bitterness. I don't feel the resentment. I don't feel the hatred. I don't feel the wall between us. I don't feel that feeling that tells me I don't like you. I, I'm tolerating you. I can't really stand you. That wall put the blood there between you and any person. And that thing will come crashing down sooner or later. Keep applying the blood to a child that doesn't talk to you, to a child that's not serving God, to a child that's away from Jesus. Just apply every day. Every day as I apply the blood to my child that's not serving God, they're going to serve God. Apply the blood because the blood will start calling out to them, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. The blood will start calling out to them. While they're sleeping, they'll remember the stories you used to sing and the songs you used to sing to them and how you prayed for them, how they had hands laid on them and how people prophesied to them. They'll start remembering because the blood will, set, will break down the wall and Satan's voice will be silenced and they'll begin to hear again, oh, 
my God, I hear those songs, I'm dreaming them. What is going on? I can't sin anymore and be happy. Praise God for the blood of the Lamb. Every demon must loose your children right now. Every demon must loose your finances and loose your life in the name of Jesus. Praise God. You cannot go to heaven unless you are cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Turn to somebody and say, I need the cleansing of the blood of the Lamb. Every peaceful relationship will be the fruit of a blood miracle. Every peaceful, united relationship that has to happen because it is a divine relationship that God has put in your life that Satan is trying to divide and separate and, and remove you from. That's why some of you don't stay in churches sometimes because Satan always separates you because that middle wall is there. You carry it with you where you go. You don't know what it is. You can't explain it. But you always get offended and you're always out again. That wall needs to come crashing down. You've got to stay where you're planted. You've got to bloom where you're planted. And you've got to apply the blood and say, I will not be separated from my destiny. I will not be separated from the destiny miracle people that God has put in my life. Offense will no longer dominate my choices. I will not be emotionally driven by pain. Come on, everybody. I'm preaching really well. You should be shouting and freaking out and making noise and saying, oh my gosh, ooh, I really need that. I haven't been applying the blood. I just think about the blood. But that's not applying the blood. Remember, it's by faith. It doesn't do you any good if you just think about the blood. you got to apply the blood. Apply the blood to your sick body and say, this is a trespass. My body is not supposed to be like this. I put the blood in this area. But you got to get in the house, remember. What do you mean? That means you got to change your diet. Stop eating foods that make you sick because then you're outside. Oh, no, no, I haven't. I didn't want to hear that. No, why do you have to say that? Oh, let's go back. Go back to the other one. I don't want to hear that. You're missing God. You're getting in the flesh right now. Are you going to talk about food? Are you going to talk about food and what we should eat or not eat? God can keep me healthy no matter what I eat. Yeah, a few, a few of you. You have the gift. But the rest of us don't have the gift. And some of you don't have the gift at all. You eat sugar, you go to a coma. That's your genetics. It's a curse handed down that you've got to break through obedience. Eat seaweed. You may hate it, but it'll heal your body. No, no, I've got the gift. I've got the gift. Okay, then eat everything you want. God bless you. I wish I had the gift. Not all of us have the gift of eating anything we want, as much as you want, and losing weight. Not possible. Very few of you can eat a cow and wake up three pounds lighter. It's not, it's not all of us can do that. Some of you, you look at food and gain weight. Bam, I look at the pie. Boom, your right leg is it's two pounds bigger. You can smell food across the street from a pizza hut. Bam, you can't get through the door. I'm stuck. I smell the food. I shouldn't have gone by Pizza Hut. I feel my cheeks puffing out. That's how some of you are. Yeah. Listen. Get in the house. Obey what the Holy Spirit is telling you. 
You can't disobey and can't claim a blessing. God cannot bless what Jesus died to defeat. No matter what doctrine a preacher invents, it's not going to happen. Praise God. Husbands, look at your wives. Put your arm around them. Let's sing them our song. Look at them. Don't look at me. It really makes me feel uncomfortable. When you men, look at me. Look at your wife. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. Come on, you'll never know, dear, how much I love you. are looking at me. Please don't take my sunshine away one more time. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Just the ending now. And at this point, move in. Move in. <laughs> Please don't take my sunshine away. One more time. Move in. Big kiss right on the mouth. Boom. Please don't take my son. Hold it out. Son, hold it out. Son, hold it out. Sunshine. You ought to be about half an inch away. Sunshine. Come on, kiss her right on the mouth. Away. Big kiss, not a peck. Give her a kiss. Bam. See, we applied the blood and it's already working. It's already working. Relationships are being healed. If you were willing to be obedient, some of you couldn't do it. See? Unforgiveness keeps you out of the house. Oh, you got to let it go. This, you're a Christian. Christians forgive people that are not going to repent. Ladies, look at your husbands. Put your hand on their chest. Don't look at me, please. Look at him. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Clap your hands. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Sing it again. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Clap your hand. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. Whoa, 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 whoa. Give me some money, honey, honey. Give me some dough. The last verse. Send me to Hawaii, honey. Hallelujah. Send me to Hawaii, honey, hallelujah. Send me to Hawaii, honey. You don't have to go, whoa, whoa. Send me to Hawaii, honey, hallelujah. Hold it out, ladies, hallelujah. Hold it out, hallelujah. I know where you keep your money. You just got to give me your money. Give me the credit cards. Give me the checkbook. Let me know where you're hiding all the money. Hallelujah. I'm 
going to Hawaii with or without you. I'm telling you right now, I'm headed out there. I'll, mm, okay. So, try to remember that a religious person cannot have fun in church. Religious people cannot laugh in church. They will laugh at ugly things on TV, other stuff like that. But a religious person chokes on freedom. Freedom is the ability to not lie to ourselves about who we are and where we're at. Praise God. When a person gets married, their marriage fails if they haven't been properly counseled. You don't counsel a person on the things they agree with. You counsel people on what they don't agree with. You reveal the secret destructive forces in the relationship that's going to kill their marriage. Such as, do you change your underwear regularly? (laughs) That is an article of destruction. It must be discussed between a man and a woman. A woman should know if a man is going to wear his underwear for four weeks straight. They're going to fall right off. She should know that. Religious people can't laugh about what I just said. That was way too personal, too crass. No, that's reality. If your husband has gas and did not warn you about it, that is a very bad thing. He should tell you, I have a gas problem. I'm standing outside all day. I watch TV from out here. Your children will ask you, what are you doing, Dad? I've got gas. Get in the house. Praise God. That's a good relationship. The blood works there. But if you just sit there and knock your wife right off the bed, right off the chair, that's not going to lead to good things. Religious people can't laugh about this. And I have a vendetta against religion. Because religion will keep Jesus away from you and will keep him distorted and twisted. Our last point, here it is, Ephesians 1.7. We've run out of time. In him we have redemption, deliverance, salvation through his blood, the remission and forgiveness of our sins in accordance with the riches and the generosity of his gracious favor. Praise the Lord. So let's talk about your sins and how they're going to be totally washed away right now. Any of you that have sinned this week, God is offering you an unparalleled deal. If you will apologize, he will wash and forget those sins today. He will wash them away and completely put them out of his mind as if they never happen. Praise God. Do we have any sinners in this house? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Amen. Do we need the blood or not? Do you need the blood every day? How many times a day do you sin? Some of you sin as a ministry. You have the ministry of sinning. You need the blood to wash and cleanse away everything. You need the blood of the Lamb. You sin even while you're sleeping. Your dreams are sins. 
You need the blood of the Lamb to start going inside your dream life and purging and cleansing and washing out your subconscious in there and cleansing it out. And it starts purifying. Your dreams start turning into holy dreams, prophetic dreams. All of a sudden, you went from, from a, a poverty ghetto in your head to a prophetic ministry of dreams that starts coming out because of the healing power of the blood of the Lamb. Everybody said, I am forgiven. Praise God. The blood of the Lamb washes me clean and purifies me. Lift your hands, everybody. Say it. I am cleansed from every sin by the blood of the Lamb in Jesus' name. Now I forgive myself for everything I have ever done in the name of Jesus. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great week. And God is going to save my entire family. Let's say it again. God is going to save my entire family. Let's say it again. God is going to save my entire family. Tell somebody next to you, God's saving my family. Everybody I love is going to go to heaven. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. Say, I apply the blood to my family. They're all going to be forgiven. They're all going to repent. They're all going to come to Jesus. Not one of my family members related to me by blood will go to hell in the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody shout and say praise God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Do you have faith in the blood? Do you have faith in the blood? Because the blood is going to start chasing your family. They'll call you up like mine did. They'll call you up. I told a lady, I said, man, by next year, this time, you'll be, you'll be married. You're going to marry a godly man. Tell him that in one day, God's going to save his whole entire family. I came back the next year. This woman walks up to me. She says, remember me? I said, no, man. She says, you, 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 I, I was single. You told me I'd have a husband. He'd be a godly man. This is him. He's a godly man. And last week, 27 of his family members all got saved in one crusade. The blood of the lamb starts chasing down your family. It'll chase your daddy down when he's out there working by himself, even if he's 80 years old. The blood will start talking to him. And your, your brothers and sisters, it'll start talking to him while they're drinking. While they're believing all the lies, the blood of the lamb will come on them. And the spirit of God will start talking to them. And it'll break through for you. And they'll call you, I got Jesus in the barn. I got Jesus in the bar. I got Jesus at school or at work. I'm saved. I'm coming over. Teach me something. Praise the Lord. Close your eyes clean. Close your eyes for a moment. We're having church tonight, Tuesday and Wednesday. Tonight is so spectacular. You're going to need it so bad. Tuesday night and Wednesday night. But this morning was a blood day. I am not ashamed of the blood of the Lamb. May the bloods cover this church. May the blood cover this church. May it cover your homes and your families. May it protect you from all evil and from all demons. May you not give invitations to your destroyers anymore. May you say, I will not partner with Satan to destroy my life and family. I'm done with that life. I'm going to walk with God. But if you're here right now, 
and you are not 100% sure that if you die today that you will go to heaven if you're sitting there and you say I'm an, I have doubts that I would go to heaven I'm not sure about that but I want to go to heaven but I don't have peace in my heart about it You have one of the greatest opportunities that anyone can ever be given what was dead now to make peace with God, to have God again. place inside your heart His My peace. You cannot buy that. Billionaires would give everything they can for that peace. God offers it for free to those who will ask Him for it. I'm going to ask you to do something very simple as you have your eyes closed and you're shut off in that quiet secret place. If you are not 100% sure you're going to heaven and you want that peace in your heart, I'm going to ask you to do something very easy, something very simple, right where you're sitting. I'm going to ask you to lift your hand high enough for me to see without shame, without doubt, without hesitation, just like Jesus hung on a cross naked without shame for you. I see hands going up everywhere. There, 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 there. Hands are going up because you're saying, I'm not leaving here dirty. I'm leaving here clean. I'm living, I'm leaving here with peace. Your hands are going up everywhere. I see him. Now, every one of you that lifted your hands, I just want you to stand right where you're at so I can see you and pray for you. Stand up to your feet right now quickly without hesitating if you lifted your hands. You did not come to church to have a religious program. You came to have an encounter with God that's going to change your life. That's how you know you are where God's presence is. The evidence of God's presence is change. All of you that are standing, would you look at me for one second? May I have your permission to pray for you? I will not embarrass you. I will not make you say anything to anybody or anything like that. I would just like to look into your eyes when I pray for you. It's very important. I'd like you to do something. I'd like you to walk up here as fast as you can. I'll just keep you for a second. Just walk right up here. Don't hesitate. Just walk right up here. Just walk up to the front. Stand up here and face this way. Just walk up. Give them a hand as they're coming. Give them a hand as they're coming. Come on. Give them a hand as they're coming. Come on. Give them a hand. Give them a hand. Like your mama was coming up here. The angels, the angels celebrate. The angels throw a party. It says they all laugh, they all shout, they dance. They're dancing for them. They're singing for them. They're rejoicing in heaven for them. It's a great honor to be in a service like this. It's a great honor. You're not going to have this happen in a lot of churches. Not ever. Some of you have never even seen it one time. It's the blood of the Lamb, ladies and gentlemen. The blood of the Lamb that was applied to every one of these people this morning by somebody. I'll be seated. Now here's my question. 
You can turn that down, but not off. Here's my question. My job is to not be lazy and to be thorough, to hear God. That's my job, to present you something that doesn't have worms in it, living manna that has the power to change your life. I've been doing it for five, 44 and a half years, 1972. That's all I've ever done. I can tell you that there's still a few of you that are not sure you're going to go to heaven. But you, because you're shy, or it embarrasses you, don't want to come up. But I'm going to tell you the value of coming forward. Jesus said it the best. If you are ashamed of me, in front of people, I will be ashamed of you in front of my father. Do not hesitate. They have hired their lawyer, and their lawyer has not ever lost a case. Because their lawyer, their lawyer is also the judge. It's a setup. The lawyer is the judge. They're all together. So I'm going to wait. I think there's about four or five more of you that know in your heart you should come forward. You'll work. We're not in So I'm going to see if you will. I want the rest of you to pick one of these people to pray for right now. As I address them. Say, I'm picking, I'm picking this gentleman. Which Chuck, Chuck. Somebody pray for Chuck. Say, I'm just praying for Chuck. And each one of these. So here's what I'm going to say to all of you. Some of you are already Christians, but you have doubts. Some of you do not know what you are. You will be a born-again Christian after today. You will have crossed the bridge, and you will have become a new creature. Old things will have passed away, and everything will become brand new. Those of you that already are, are, are born again will have the doubt removed from your mind, and the peace will come into your soul. Let's pray for them, okay? Praise the Lord. And whatever you do tonight, don't miss church. And don't come to church alone. Bring somebody with you. Never come to church alone. This is what it will happen. They are worth our having church together. These people. And the, and the blessings that are going to come from them. So those of you that are up here, let me mention this to you. One, God doesn't just forgive. He also erases and forgets. So what God forgives you for, He also forgets. It doesn't exist anymore. 
What you have to do is forgive those that have harmed you. And most important, you've got to forgive yourself. I don't know who you are. And I don't know who I'm looking at right now. I don't know if I'm looking at one of the greatest apostles that ever lived in the making. I don't know if I'm looking at one of the greatest authors or writers or singers or musicians or pastors or preachers or evangelists or businessmen or entrepreneurs. I don't know who you are, but God does. But there is greatness in you. And now we're going to call God by the blood to bring it out. You're not going to go to hell. You're going to go to heaven. Are you all ready? Close your eyes for a moment. I'm, I'm, I'm calling for you four that are out there one more time. You know who you are. You know who you are. Stand to your feet. Come on up here. It's the right thing to do. Don't let your pride keep you from your blessing. Don't let it happen. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're just calling those four people to come up right now. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Praise God. There's four of you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Lord. We call you to be at peace with God. There's five of you. To be at peace with God. To have peace with God. To be at peace in life. To have peace with Jesus. Praise God. All right, let's reach our hands out. Everybody say, Jesus, I apologize for the things I've done, the things I've said. I am so sorry. I, I repent for it, Lord. I ask you to forgive me. Clean me from the inside out. Cover me in your blood. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, writing my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I now forgive all my enemies, all those that hurt me, betrayed me, used me, left me, and wounded me. I forgive them because you're forgiving me. And I now forgive myself. I let myself go free to a new beginning and a new start. I believe I'm going to go to heaven. My sins are gone. I have a new road, a new life, and a new beginning. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, I am not guilty. 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 I am forgiven. I am cleansed. And I'm going to go to heaven when I die. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, everybody. Celebrate for a minute. 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 Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Celebrate for a minute. Now, let me, let me pronounce one blessing upon you. One blessing. And here's my blessing. I did it at the first service. Let me do it now. My blessing is this. You cannot be cursed again in the name of Jesus. That's the blessing. Everybody say, I'm going to be blessed and not cursed. Amen. All right, go sit down. Let's give the Lord a hand, everybody.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All right, be seated for a second. This is our last point. Pastor's going to come up in a minute, and he's going to receive a love offering for our ministry. And I just want to mention this to you real quickly. Our children's van, 15-passenger van at our orphanage in Guatemala, was stolen this last week. This is a van they need really badly. They use it every day. They go to court appointments, uh, specialized doctor appointments. So we basically use it every day, all, all day, basically. We have to replace it. I have raised $11,000 so far. I need 20000 to buy a brand new one, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a brand new one. Uh, I'm going to buy American-made this time because the Japanese, they, like to, they, they stole it. So <laughs> praise God. Um, so you guys, if, it, if, if God puts it in your heart to be a part of that, giving the offering towards that, I really would appreciate it. I want to be able to get that van this next week. And they need it, so they're, I'm just, I told them I'll, I'll, I'll take care of it, and we're going to take care of it. Praise the Lord. So God bless you. We'll see you tonight. It's going to be great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Here's Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. All right, put your hands together for Brother Ivan. Ushers, would you help us, please? Amen. If you need an envelope to uh, record your giving, go ahead, lift your hand. They'll bring that to you. Wow. Wow, wow. God is great and greatly to be praised. Love church tonight, 6 o'clock. Monday night we're off. But we'll be back Tuesday night and Wednesday night with Ivan Tate. And uh, has a tremendous gift of prophecy. Really an amazing gift, prophetic gift. And he'll be flowing in the Holy Ghost during those meetings as well. Never gets old for me, seeing people come to Jesus. That's why we're here, to see people come to the Lord, to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'm so grateful, so grateful, God. that we get to be a part of this great end time harvest. You're awesome, Jesus. Ushers, would you come? Lord, even as we sow and give into this ministry, you know, I need to tell you this. We believe in giving, we believe in tithing, all of that, but there is a unique touch of heaven upon ministries to orphans. James calls it true religion where you minister to, to orphans and widows. And I think it's true religion. I think he uses that, those words because they can't do anything for you. You get nothing from them for that. Oh, but heaven smiles upon and it releases a special favor, I believe, believe because we partner with ministries like this. You say, what? I want to help orphans. Well, here's how you help them right now. You can do it. Maybe God will call you to go. He's taking teams down there to Guatemala, Africa. Different places. And 
you can talk to him about that. We've had teams of people go down there and the Haggerty's went down. We're totally blown away. I, before we give here in just a second, the service is almost over. We'll close in just a moment. They found a family in a jungle. They don't even know how long they were there. They lived in the jungle. None of the kids had names. They spoke some strange dialect of Spanish, some, you know, tribal language. He showed us pictures of when they came into the orphanage. How many of you remember this from last time? When they came into the orphanage, and then they showed us pictures like seven days later. It was seven days. It was like looking at darkness and light. You saw weeping, sadness, sorrow, unbelievable sorrow. They were, they were slaves out there. That's all I'll say about that. And then seven days later, you saw them filled with joy. They had all given their hearts to Jesus. They were, they were emaciated before. They had, they had food in their bellies. They were living in homes. He takes orphans and families like that. And they pour into them, and they raise them up to be world changers. They send them off to college. It's the most unusual ministry. And we're partnering with them right now. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? We can make a difference right from Wasilla. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for what matters ministry, Ivan Tate, the whole Tate family. The orphanage down in Guatemala, I pray that all the resources for that van to be released, Lord, even now. Pray and ask God for your blessing to rest upon them as they have given to us spiritually now. We release, Lord, that which you've given to us to see them blessed. And I pray, God, and ask for a fresh wind of encouragement to come upon the ministry, even as he has brought that here to us. In Jesus' name, bless the gift and the giver. Amen. Ushers, go ahead. As soon as you give, just stand up on your feet. Reach my hand into the hands. I lift my eyes where my help comes from. Look to you. I look to you. My rock. My rock, my healer. I trust in you. Reach my hands to the heavens.
close. Pastor Karen, would you come? Next Sunday, my wife will be preaching the word. Amen. It's going to be awesome. Don't want to miss that. Saturday night, Sunday morning twice. It's going to be great. So thankful for what God has done. Aren't you thankful for what God's done today? Isn't it a great thing? Amen. Now, if you gave your heart to the Lord, whether it be a recommitment or maybe for the first time, uh, Pastor Vince, would you just wave us? All right, Pastor Vince, a good-looking black dude right there. All right. He's going to be out there. He's going to be out there in the lobby uh, with a team of people. You can stop off at the information desk, and we've got some books for you. Pastor Vince, would you head out there right now? And uh, if you want one of those books to help you grow in Christ, you just stop and say hi to them, and they'll gladly give that to you. Let's close in prayer right now. Father, we thank you for what you've done. Now bless your people, God. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us. Keep us and give us peace. In Jesus' precious and holy name, and all of God's people said, amen. We hope to see you tonight, 6 o'clock. God bless you.